Another football game is upon us for IU, who has another chance to finally get back into the win column or continue embarrassing themselves. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? It is Friday, October 14th. This is Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. This episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by Sling TV. Sling is something for everyone, especially when it comes to college football coverage. With a massive lineup of games across the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC, I can always catch the games I want on Sling, and now you can too. Check out Sling TV now to see the massive lineup of games they have all season long. Sling the TV you love for a price you'll love. Try it today. They will not have the Hoosiers game against Maryland uh, on Saturday, but they will have some of the games moving forward. They have Fox, they have FS1, they have NBC, um, so there'll be plenty of games still on there for the Hoosiers, but as I said, Indiana versus Maryland on Saturday will be on ESPN2. It's a... In theory, it's a, maybe one of the more winnable games they have left on the schedule, but hardly anything feels winnable after the last few weeks of Indiana football. They've had highs. They hung with Michigan for a good chunk of that game, about half that game, maybe a little bit more than that. I don't think anybody really came away from that game thinking that uh, IU had a chance to win it, not by the end of it, not after how badly things went in the third and fourth quarter. Obviously, it led to a shakeup, so maybe that changes things heading into this game against Maryland. Let's get you all the info you need to know for this one. IU hosts Maryland 3.30 p.m. on Saturday, obviously at Memorial Stadium, as I said, on ESPN2. SP Plus for this one, not kind to the Hoosiers. It's not going to be the rest of the way. Maryland by 15.1 points. 36 to 21 is the margin that they predict. 81% win probability for Maryland. Bet online, a little more favorable to the Hoosiers. Maryland by 11 and a half, plus 335 for IU to win. <laughs> I don't know why you'd bet that. Uh, over under of 62. So, pretty big discrepancy between SP Plus and Bet Online. I've watched Maryland a couple times, uh, most recently against Michigan, a game they lost, but throughout the first half, I thought aside from like one or two kind of weird plays, the opening kickoff went off the face mask of a Maryland player, uh, and the next play was a touchdown, and then uh, I think it was a kind of busted coverage, or I remember there being a big play to close the first half, but outside of that, I thought Maryland played really well. I'm not confident in this game. If anything, I would say take Maryland minus 11 and a half, especially with how IU has been playing. There's not really a ton of optimism for the Hoosiers right now. That being said, IU does lead the all-time series 7-3. to three. Um, They did lose the most recent game last season amidst the just mess late in the air. It was on uh, Halloween Eve. 
that these two teams played back, yep, in 2021. I don't know why I blanked on that. It says Indiana was 17th ranked. Um, I'm surprised. Uh, but Maryland wins 38-35. Donovan McCauley, uh, probably his best game in Indiana. 14-25, 242 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Indiana scored a couple times in the fourth quarter to really make this one interesting, including a touchdown with a minute left. Um, McCauley also, uh, he ran a couple times for four yards. Stephen Carr, his last maybe big game for the Hoosiers, 21 uh, carries for 136 yards and a couple touchdowns. He had 150 yards from scrimmage. Peyton Hendershot, uh, six catches, two of them touchdowns, 106 yards. It was honestly probably the last watchable game Indiana had uh, because after this, things got really, really rough. IU had 446 yards from scrimmage, uh, but this loss ultimately dropped them to 2-6. and six. This says Indiana was ranked 16th on sports or 17th on sports reference. I can't imagine they were. That's what threw me off as I was reading that at the beginning. I don't think they were ranked 17th at this point in the season. I think that's what their preseason ranking was. But outside of that game, Indiana had won the previous three. Uh, 12th ranked Indiana beat Maryland in 2020, though that game probably remembered more for the last time Michael Penix suited up for the Hoosiers. Um. They won back in 2019, 2018. They had some wild games, some weird games, and those uh, victories. So they have had the better of Maryland since they joined the Big Ten. But um, I don't think that's going to be the case on Saturday. It's going to be a very, very tough game for Indiana. Let's take a look at this Maryland side and uh, what who is leading them. Obviously, uh, Talia Tagaviola. The big name, we'll look at some of the other guys who are helping him out this season. Some names to watch heading into Sunday's showdown. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Underdog. We mention them pretty much every Friday. Underdog is a fun, kind of different betting app. Uh, With college football, you can do pick'ems. When it comes to Indiana, it's over-unders effectively is what they are. So they will give you, for example, this week, Connor Bazelak, 266.5 yards. Do we think he's going to go higher or lower than that? It depends on how much time you think he's going to get, basically, because um, largely speaking, that's an attainable number, uh, but it's not a number he's reached in the last two weeks. He's only done it three of the six weeks this season against Illinois, against Western Kentucky, against Cincinnati. Did not do it against Idaho after that awful first half. Did not do it at Nebraska or against Michigan. Maryland is not quite those teams defensively. So if you think that's a little more attainable, then maybe you give that a shout. I like the over on that one. Um, Maybe a little bit of a bump from having a new offensive line coach in there. Maybe things aren't quite as bad for one week. Uh, Certainly at some point it has to get better. Cam Camper over 93 and a half receiving yards. Now he's only hit that number twice, the over. He did have exactly 93 yards against Western Kentucky, but Illinois and Cincinnati, he cleared a hundred yards. Those are the only two times he's gone over that. 
I don't know. Uh, I, I think it largely depends on DJ Matthews availability. If he's available, then I feel a little less certain about that. And I feel a little bit better about Connor Bazelak going over. Uh, but you guys might think differently. And if you want to give it a shot, uh, head on over to underdog sign up with the promo code locked on and underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. So if you deposit a hundred, you get a hundred. So go to underdogfantasy.com or find the underdog fantasy app. It looks just like this. That's what I was looking at. Uh, I was not ignoring you guys. I was reading the, uh, over unders off my uh, phone right beside me. It's in the app store. It's in the Google Play Store. Uh, that's Underdog Fantasy promo code locked on all one word. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. So Maryland is a interesting team. I've had this discussion a couple different episodes over at Locked On Big Ten. If you guys have not listened over there already, um trying to basically pick out who the fourth best team in the Big Ten is this year because you have some combination of Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State as your three best teams. After that, it gets funky. Uh, It's hard to figure out who the fourth best team is. I thought it was uh, Maryland, but then they lose to Purdue last week, so uh, maybe it's one of those teams. Maryland SP Plus ranks them 22nd. Number 16 in offense, so this is going to be a tough test for Indiana, but 51st in defense. If you want to compare that to a Michigan, they're 8th in offense, ninth in defense, so a significantly easier defense that the Hoosiers are going to be playing up, putting up, going up against, excuse me, words are are difficult, a significantly easier defense the Hoosiers are going to be going up against, but still a top 50 defense. It's not going to be easy. Comparatively, Indiana has continued to drop. Uh, They now sit at uh, 84th. They have the 92nd ranked defense, the 73rd, or excuse me, 92nd ranked offense, 73rd ranked defense. There's only 130 teams, 131 teams in uh, college football. So 91st is brutal. That is a really, really bad offense. Uh, Shifting back to Maryland, as I mentioned earlier, as I'm sure you're aware, Talia Tagovailoa is the leader of this team. 1,731 yards this season, 74.1% completion percentage, 11 touchdowns to five interceptions. He's been terrific. I know a couple of years ago, uh, as he was kind of getting his feet under him, there were some questions about him. He he had a couple games where he did not look great, uh, specifically against Indiana in 2020. He had a game with three interceptions. But then last season, he looked good, threw for 419 yards and a pair of touchdowns, and he's he kind of flipped a switch and seems to have figured some things out uh, when it comes to playing quarterback at this level. His primary target, he honestly, he moves the ball all over the place. In terms of yards, it's Corey Deich, uh, who is at 322 yards on 22 receptions. Rakeem Jarrett has 24 receptions for 277 yards. Roman Hemby has 20 receptions for 200 yards. He's a threat out of the backfield, though. He has 64 carries for 395 yards to lead them on the ground. Uh, so he has over five, he has almost 600 yards from scrimmage with four touchdowns this season. He's going to be one of the primary guys to keep your eyes on in this one. A um, couple other guys. 
You're looking at Jacob Copeland, 16 catches, 251 yards. Uh, Ja'Shawn Jones, 183 yards on 15 catches. Uh, He spreads the ball around. They have a lot of targets. Not great for Indiana uh, to come up against an offense that has that many options in through the air for a secondary that has been gashed repeatedly. Um, It's tough. To, to have a lot of optimism going into this. I I don't know what approach uh, IU's going to have against Maryland. Seem like they really have sold out to stop the run in the last handful of games. I mean, Antoine Littleton is a name we didn't mention. He has 263 yards on 39 carries. This is a Maryland team that runs the ball well and passes the ball well. They average 157 yards on the ground, 305 yards through the air. Uh, this is just a really good offense, and I mentioned it when talking about their SP+. It's going to be a tough offense to stop, and I don't think Indiana wants to get into a shootout uh, just because I don't trust that offensive line to hold up long enough to help them get into a shootout. Bo Braid is the top guy defensively, leads the team in sack, or excuse me, tackles with 46. He has three for a loss. He is a defensive back though. Um, when it comes to kind of up front, Jashawn Bar- <clears throat> Barham, uh, a linebacker, uh, has 33 tackles, four and a half for loss, three sacks. Uh, Braid, Dante Trader, and Jacorian Bennett all have an interception this season. Uh, a lot of guys have defended passes couple fumble recoveries for Ahmad McCullough. A couple forced fumbles for Braid and Barham. Anthony Booker has forced a pair of fumbles. A number of different guys all over the place. But as you saw or heard, depending on how you're you're enjoying this podcast, um, Maryland, I mean, they're weaker defensively than they are offensively. They give up 388 yards uh, per game, which... Five yards per play, three and a half yards per run. There's there's a path for Indiana making this game competitive. It's just the problem is um, the Hoosiers, I just don't trust them to do it for 60 minutes. Like that's That's been the thing throughout the season, even when they were winning games, is they don't do it for 60 minutes, regardless if it's throwing away the first half against Cincinnati, throwing away the second half against Michigan. Somewhere along the way, IU's going to just stop scoring, and you just can't do that at this level. So, like I said, there there's ways that Indiana can exploit things, but they're also coming up against a really good offense. I think Tagovailoa's made the, the leap. I was hesitant about him coming into the season, but uh, I was, I guess, wrong. He is the real deal. He has been this season, and uh, that spells bad news for Indiana heading into this one. We mentioned a couple things to watch out for. Let's look at some of the biggest storylines for this contest. We'll dive into that in just a moment. Big thanks to you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. I keep forgetting to mention this. I hope you guys have stayed tuned and uh, are able to, to celebrate We crossed 500 subscribers over on YouTube. Huge shout out to you guys. You guys were amazing in that one. Uh, It 
The goal was to do it before the start of basketball season. We beat it by three weeks. Now your goal, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I'm going to keep mentioning it. Head on over to iTunes and just leave us a quick review, a quick rating. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a review. Just head on over there. Just tap five stars. That's all I'm asking. Helps us out a ton. Takes very little time for you. If you're doing it right now, instead of scrolling Twitter, just open up a new uh, tab or new uh, app or whatever real quick and just rate us five stars. Helps us out a ton. You guys were awesome in getting us to 500 subscribers. Now we have a new challenge uh, of building up those ratings so we can get in front of more eyes and ears and continue building this show What's the biggest storylines we're going to be watching in this one? Well, the obvious one is the offensive line. What shape is it going to be in on Sunday? I don't expect drastic improvement. We talked about that during this week. Rod Carey talked about it. Tom Allen talked about it. Not a miracle worker. You're not going to fix these things overnight. This is a issue that's going to take more than just this season. It's going to take weeks, months uh, to, to start addressing these issues. But there has to be, it has to go up. Like you, it has to improve in some way. So, what's this offensive line look like? Is it going to improve? Um, are they going to be able to offer any resistance to a Big Ten defense at any point this season? It's, it's going to be the biggest question throughout the year. Uh, just keeping Connor Bazak upright, giving him time to set his feet and throw. Because largely speaking, when he's able to do that. He's been an effective quarterback. It's just too often he's having to get out of the pocket, throw the ball away, or get sacked. And eventually, if you just keep giving up those sacks, uh, it's going to pile up. He's going to get hurt, and then things really spiral, as we saw last season. So keep him upright. Keep him healthy. Give him time to throw. Give this offense a chance. The offensive line isn't even giving the offense a chance on most days, so... Just give this group a chance. Give the the skill positions uh, players a, a chance to make plays. Injuries, they're they're brutal. Who's going to be available? Who won't? Cam Jones won't be available. Uh, Jalen Williams sounds like he's he's certainly closer than Cam Jones. DJ Matthews, AJ Barner, two very important guys in the receiving uh, game or in the passing game. Who's who of those guys are going to be available? If any of them, they're all important players. They're all starters on either side of the ball. IU can't afford injuries right now, um, and especially to a number of these guys, Cam Jones, Jalen Williams. We mentioned uh, what the offense for Maryland looks like being without one of your top cornerbacks. That would be extremely tough, and if IU's going to get into a shootout, they need all the weapons they have. So having Matthews and A.J. Barner available makes things a lot easier for Bazelak and the offense. So are any of those guys going to be available? Uh, Certainly could use them. Any of them, one of them, all of them. It won't be all of them. Three of them. uh, Just getting guys back on the field and healthy. And the last thing is just, is this going to spiral? We've kind of mentioned it a couple of times. I don't I don't think it's going to get as bad as last season. I thought this team in general was better than last season though and this is starting to have some similar vibes to last season. Are things going to steady at some point? 
Is IU going to settle the ship? Is there going to be a victory the rest of the way at any point? Or is this just going to be it and we're going to be at three wins and lose the remainder of the schedule? It's not out of the realm of possibility because of the big being in the Big Ten East. But, man, I really don't want this to spiral again. Just makes for a really crappy weekend when you know the Hoosiers are going to lose. Um, we still have a couple more weeks before we can even turn to, to basketball. So just make things competitive. Steal a win this week or, or sometime here in the near future. Give us a reason to keep tuning in on Saturdays so that um, I don't want to have to go watch other Big Ten schools. Watching Michael Penix is all right, but Washington is faltering in its own right right now. So is this thing going to spiral? Is Tom Allen going to steady the ship? How are things going to look the rest of this season? Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you on Monday to recap a win, hopefully, fingers crossed. Know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked on Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. It was on there yesterday's episode to talk about Big Ten Basketball Media Day. Go give that a listen if you have not already. Follow us on Twitter, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave that quick rating and review we mentioned. Helps us out a ton. Most importantly, though, guys... Have a great Friday. Hope your weekends are awesome. Enjoy the fall weather out there. And most importantly, LEO.